The Ambitious Radio Network. Conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders. Are you an entrepreneur, startup junkie, or just someone interested in improving their leadership skills? If you're looking to be motivated, inspired, and uncover what it takes to get to the next level, listening to Ambitious Radio will be well worth the investment of your time. We have weekly engaging conversations with today's most influential thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they discuss their successes, failures, tipping points, and other priceless information that you can apply immediately after listening. Now, here's your host, Doug Parker. All right, welcome back to Ambitious Radio. This is your host, Doug Parker, and today we have a live one with us. We've got Justin Ledford, and Justin is an all-around entrepreneur. He's published... He's a published author. He's a public speaker on personal growth. I mean, this guy really is a major success. He's helped many, many people. And, and really, he's done a couple of things. He's built businesses, four different businesses that are passive income earners in multi-million dollar industries, all before the age of 30. And really, one of the most important things he's done is really to help inspire others, uncover their inner greatness. Justin, welcome to the show, bud. How are you? I'm doing amazing, Doug. Thanks for having me, buddy. Yes, sir, man. I've really uh, enjoyed kind of getting to know you in the in the last few uh, weeks as we've kind of talked about having you on the show and the kind of the show prep and before. And, you know, you've really accomplished a lot. But tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I know that um, I heard you, you know, saying your wife's name Sarah just a minute ago. So, I mean, obviously you're a married guy. But tell us just a little bit about your background, where you grew up and who you are. All right. Well, I'm from Houston, Texas, and I grew up in a little town called Friendswood. I played football and baseball. I was a, like a great athlete. Uh, my dreams were to make it pro, but you know, after high school, I realized I have to start paying bills. So I got into selling something called Cutco knives at the age of 18, and it was the first time ever that I could create my own like income. Before I was painting, I was mowing, just you know, just hustling, trying to make some money for food and gas and all that stuff. But when I got to Cutco, I realized that I could literally set big goals and then go out and achieve those goals. And from there, I broke a ton of records. I've been the number one producer in Houston for over 11 years now. And since then, uh, my wife and I were about to have our first baby. We got a girl coming in April. And we bought some land in Costa Rica. One day we were going to retire there. Puerto Vida, uh, it's huh? Up at, Puerto Vida, yeah. It's up at the top of the mountain. We're literally looking down into the clouds. I love surfing, fishing. I free dive. That's something crazy you didn't know about me. I dive. I take. I, I slow down my breath, and then I dive. I've got to about 50 feet. And it's just crazy what happens. I'd be happy to share what happens once you get past 40 feet uh, if you want. Um, I just love having fun, man, and I love to just share what I've learned with others so that way they can benefit and just live an incredible life themselves. Man, that, that is really some great stuff. So let's talk about that. I mean, I've seen some stuff on that free diving before, but what you said, something significant happens after 40 feet? Yeah, so we all have something called the master switch of life. And we forgot about it because we don't free dive anymore. Most people don't. But once you get past 20 feet, your your lungs start to go inward. All your blood and everything starts to go into your heart and your lungs. It preserves, you know, your yourself and your everything becomes pressurized. You have to do a specific technique. And once you go further and further at 40 feet, anti gravity takes into effect. 
every 10 feet or so, the temperature drops even more and more. And then once you get to 40 feet, that's when there's no more gravity. And you start to get sucked down to the bottom. And it's a really crazy cool feeling. Um, You know, we went to Cabo not too long ago. And just we went down to about 50 feet. And it's a practice. It's just like working out. The more you do it, the better you get. My goal this year is 100 feet. People think that's, you know, dangerous and scary and all that. But with anything, you have to practice and you have to learn the techniques that the pros do. And that's just a lesson for anybody listening. If you want to do something great, there's probably somebody else who's done what you want to do. So you can learn from them. And that's what I've done with freediving. And, yeah, it's just awesome. You know, that's uh, that's kind of crazy cool. You know, you, you talk about, you know, now how long does it take you to go down to 40 or 50 feet? Within less than 10 seconds, 15 seconds, you're you're down there. I mean, the first five, six, seven, eight, you're getting down, you're getting down. But then once you get past 20, you start to you can start to feel the tug of the ocean floor. And then at 40, you're you're down there maybe in, you know, 20, 25 seconds or so. And it's just a beautiful view. I mean, it's it's a whole nother world down there, something we don't get to see every day. Yeah. And it's like one of my hobbies, that and snowboarding and, you know, anything extreme. But we all obviously we have our limits. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, now you, you also mentioned, you know, you got a little girl on the way now. So um, interestingly enough, I'm kind of on the other end of the dynamic. My kids are grown, but we have a granddaughter that is on the way that'll be she's due on uh, March 27th or something like that. So we're we're probably within a few weeks of, of where you guys are having a grandkid. But uh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, it's, it's cool stuff, man. It really is. So now, you know, obviously all that extreme stuff. It's one thing when you're a single guy. It's another thing, you know, when you get married. It's a whole nother thing whenever you start having kids. But the free diving thing, it doesn't sound like that's terribly, terribly dangerous as long as, you know, you're following those procedures. I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking it doesn't sound like it's like skydiving or, you know, like riding a motorcycle 500 miles an hour or something. Right. I mean, there's people literally to this day, believe it or not, that you can hold their breaths seven, eight, nine minutes and they go down several hundred feet. I'm not looking for any competition. I'm looking for the serenity, the peace, the beauty, the glory of God's creation, you know, down under the sea. So I'm not like pushing myself is what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, it is safe if you learn those techniques. Sure, sure. Now uh, we talked about you know you've been in a couple different industries and and you've done the Cutco stuff. I know you've done some other uh, direct sales things, and you have a construction company. So so let's talk just for a minute about obstacles. You know, so you know, did you cha- uh, choose to do these different industries because you had obstacles and you changed? Was it just adding additional streams of income? And you know, what obstacles, if any, have you um, encountered, and how did you persevere through those? Yeah, well, in direct sales, you know, selling Cutco, I figured, okay, if I can do this, I can do anything in direct sales. So then I went into uh, network marketing and did amazing in that, made it to the top and still do that. And then also I was looking for something I could build and I could teach people and, and build a team, uh, but not not network marketing. So we started a construction company and it's basically roofing. And, you know, we do amazing here in Houston in that industry. There's a lot of obstacles that come in that industry. You know, people, you can't please everybody. And sometimes you have people who get upset and, you know, you have to, you have to go there and fix it. Um, I've learned more from construction and I've grown more from that business than any other business I've been a part of. And, you know, thinking, okay, I'm in construction, but I specialize in roofing. 
I, I decided one day, okay, I'm going to get into real estate. And this was one of my like worst moments of my life. I like it made me have a pain in my stomach just just talking about it. I didn't get a mentor, and and I tried to start flipping houses. We had three of them. We were doing pretty good on the first couple. We'd made some good money, but then I started getting into bigger projects and like th- houses around three to four hundred thousand. Market tanked here in Houston, and I lost big time. I mean, I literally lost over a hundred thousand dollars. I lost an incredible investor. And I, I walked away with my tail between my legs and I was, I'm, I was, you know, all excited about it. But I realized if, if I'm going to do something, I need to learn from a professional, somebody who's doing it and doing amazing. And that's just like, I say the tip again, if you want to do something great, follow somebody who's already done it because they will save you so much time and frustration. Now, as far as, you know, writing a book goes, I, I wrote a best selling book. And there was a lot of obstacles that came that my way, but you know, I, I thought I wasn't a good writer. I, I thought it would take forever, and I just decided to just do it. You know, I, I learned from different coaches, different self-publishing best best-selling authors, and I learned from them. They were my mentors, and boom, you know, 90 days later, I had a best-selling book. If somebody can, one of the, my favorite things, if somebody can do something great, then you can do it just as great. You know, a solid, a solid work ethic with goals attached, it's going to go f- much further than somebody who wishes and hopes and dreams. And having a genuine level of excitement and authenticity, these are the things that he- all human beings have access to. You know, the two mind, these are principles that are most important, having genuine level of excitement and authenticity in any business or in any sector of your life, no matter what you're doing. When you're passionate and your excitement and excited and you have authenticity people can feel that and people are attracted to that yeah there's no there's no question about it and as we're kind of nearing the end of this segment I always kind of like to ask folks uh, you know I know you've got your books and we're going to actually get into that that self-publishing and some of those things in a, in a later segment but uh, in addition to your books are there any other books that you recommend or or really have enjoyed uh, reading over the years Absolutely. There's an amazing book called The Magic of Believing by Claude Bristol. It's a short read straight to the point in a very uh, story-driven way about visualization and meditation. And it was written in the 40s. Another great book is uh, Smart Cuts. Smart Cuts. It's written like I think three or four years ago. I don't know who it's by, but it's an awesome book. Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And obviously, the secrets of the millionaire mind those that's one of my all-time favorite books you know those are all great and you know what i what i love about this uh, this program is i always you know there's some reoccurring books you know the think and grow rich and and the secrets of the millionaire mind those ones that have come up before and it's good to have those reinforced but then it's always good to have something new so this smart cuts i, I look forward to seeing what that's all about and then also um, the uh, the magic of believing. So great, great information. And guys, as always, you know, if you're listening today, you're driving down the road, whatever the case is, and you want to go back and reference something from the show, you can go to ambitiousradio.com. You can check out our show notes page. You just uh, 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 punch in the person's name in there, Justin Letford, on this episode. And we'll be right back after a break from our sponsors and right here on the Ambitious Radio Network. Could you lose your career because of your faith? Could your pastor be sued because of his sermons? Can students and teachers be punished 
because of what they believe about God or what they say? Can the government or even your employer force you to violate your beliefs? Get the answers and if necessary, legal protection from First Liberty Institute. This is Kelly Shackelford, president of First Liberty. We're the nation's largest legal organization dedicated exclusively to restoring religious freedom in America. In fact, First Liberty's nationwide network of top attorneys win over 90% of their cases. We've won at the Supreme Court all the way down to the local schools. Visit firstliberty.org to learn more about how First Liberty is protecting religious freedom for all Americans in the workplace, public schools, your church, the military, and more. That's firstliberty.org. All right, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network, and we appreciate our sponsors for uh, for being there for us. We couldn't do the show without them, and uh, today we've got Justin up on the show. And Justin, you know, you're a very interesting guy. You do a lot of cool stuff, and, you know, you've got the, the self-publishing pro. You've got the four phases of visualizations you're going through, and, you know, what I like to do is, is just to talk to you. I know you've got the traditional businesses and some, some other streams of income as well, but how is it that you're generating, you know, revenue from these, these other businesses? And um, you know, kind of, what do you see the future of them? How, how they how they go with the uh, the self publishing? Okay, so as far as how am I generating incoming with self publishing or yeah. my other businesses? Well, with with the self publishing for right now, let's talk about that just a little bit. Okay, so my book, it's awesome. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm going to say that, but um, you know, Amazon back in the day, it used to be you had to get a publisher. Same with the music industry. And things have changed dramatically. And today, anyone can write a book and put it on Amazon and tap into a huge ecosystem of literally billions and billions of buyers. And if you know how to do it right and picking the right title, the subtitle, categories, keywords, if you know how to do all that right, you can make a nice passive income out of it. So when I, when I started this journey, I wanted to write about visualization and meditation because that's something that I've been doing for the last 11 years of my life and it's helped me a lot like I'm a high strong kind of guy honestly I'm like go 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 but when I learned about visualization over 10 years ago in meditation it brought my my levels of anxiety down it made me calm collected relaxed and it enabled me to see my ideal outcomes so you know, people can write a book for a couple different reasons. They can write a book because it's a passion project of theirs and, you know, they're going to make the content really good in that book. They can write a book for another reason, like they just want to build an authority in themselves and establish a more powerful network. Another one is they just want to make money straight up. That's, that's all they care about. And, you know, there's, there's no wrong answer why you'd write a book. For me, I wrote Visions to the Top because it's truly a passion project of mine. Like, I love what it's done for me, and I think everybody should visualize. I mean, if Michael Phelps does it before every single night and every single morning, his coach taught him to play the track. Play the track right when you wake up and right when you go to bed. And what he's saying is visualize yourself on that podium, you know, putting your goggles on, feeling the, the elastic go around your head, you know, see yourself shaking your arms out, feel the stroke of the water. And Michael Phelps would do this. He's been doing it for years and years. Same with Tony Robbins and Arnold Schwarzenegger, even Oprah. 
I mean, they all have this in common, visualization. So for me, it was a passion project why I wrote this book, because I believe everybody should tap into this. And it's it's awesome, man. I, I Fortunately, I, I learned from some of the best uh, self-published authors out there. I've coached and mentored under them. And my book is doing phenomenal. It's um, I teach the four phases of visualization. It's just a simple technique that anybody can do five to 10 minutes a day, maybe even more, maybe even less, just depending on you know your busy life. Um, but it's a simple four strategy technique that if you do, it, it makes you calm, relaxed. It allows you to see what you dream and what you intend. Because what happens, we get stuck in this race, this endless race. We work, we go to lunch, we go back to work, we you know get stuck in traffic and then turn on the TV and then we go to bed and we do it all over again. And we forget to start living our dreams or we forget about our dreams that we once had. And um, I also teach something called the, the dream list method. It didn't come from me. It came from a guy named Matthew Kelly. But it basically shows people how they can write down all their dreams from their intellectual dreams, their spiritual, their emotional, their financial, and so many other categories that I mentioned inside the book. I, I basically give most of it away for free on uh, visionstothetop.com so people can go there and just check it out and, and get a lot of free content for the book. Um, but the book is doing amazing, man. Like, you know, the first month it made over 1500 bucks. Second month it made around 2000 Third month, it made a little less than 2000 And, you know, every month after that, it's made anywhere, depending on how hard I'm pushing it, uh, steadily it's made over 500 bucks a month every month. So that's just a great source of passive income. Now, as far as, go well, ahead. Well, let's talk, let's talk about that for just a minute. So, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, uneducated on the, the self-publishing. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I never really paid that much attention to, uh, authors. I mean, I'm thinking if you talk to a published author, you know, the ones that are maybe the traditional guys, uh, we, like we had Andy Andrews on the show and, and some of those guys, and they've sold, you know, whatever, how many billions of dollars of books. I'm thinking they're probably making millions of dollars. Now, I, I could be I could be wrong on that. I don't know. But that's what I'm thinking. Maybe you make a buck or two a book or something like that as your net and, and millions. But I really like, you know, what you're talking about here is when you're throwing out those numbers, those aren't necessarily, you know, like the kind of numbers that, you know, you go to your boss and you're like, hey, I'm quitting, have a nice day, bye. But when you talked about a nice passive income, there's almost nobody out there that if they had an extra 500 or 1,000 or $2,000 a month coming in, that's nothing to sneeze at. It may not may not be mega millions, but you're saying by, by this self-publishing and, and putting that out there, for you, it has earned um, a, a steady source of that, you know, three, four, five hundred, two thousand dollars a month consistently for quite some time, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Because you know what I learned from these mentors and other best-selling authors. I mean, there's people who've been in the game longer than I have, and what and people making anywhere from five thousand a month to upwards to over fifty thousand dollars a month that I know personally, because they have multiple books. I currently only only have one book. But when I did the mind map outline exercise, I'm happy to share with your audience what that is. It, it literally, the first time I did it, I was able to create a book idea and then put it in an outline. Within 20 minutes, I had my book like ready to go. Uh, obviously, just the outline. Um, what you do is you just grab out a piece of paper. You put your timer on your phone for 12, maybe 15 minutes. I like to do it for 12 minutes. And 
you think of something you're passionate about. What would you write a book about? What's something that you, you love to talk about? What's something that you know a lot of information around? And you put that in the very center. You write it, put a big circle around it. And then you just go hard for that 12 minutes. And you every single idea that comes out of your mind, you if, if from a TED Talk or from a YouTube video or from your past experience, you just start writing you know, boom, boom. Next thing you know, you got like 30 ideas on a piece of paper. It's all scattered. It doesn't look good. But (laughs) what happens is once that timer goes off, if you're still flowing, you're feeling great, you're writing down a bunch of ideas, just brain dump everything onto your piece of paper. What'll happen is you'll be like, dang, this is more than one book. And after I did that, there's, there's when, when you do the outline example, it's another 12 minutes where you take that piece of paper, you put your timer on for 12 minutes. The reason is because there's something called Parkinson's law and the amount of time you give a task will swell in proportion. Like all of a sudden your kid gets sick and you got to go pick him up soon and you can get all your work done in a matter of, you know, less than an hour because you're, you, you, you had to focus like a laser focus, like instead of a flashlight where that laser focus gets it done. So back to the outline, I set it all up and I realized that I had three more books just from that one exercise. And I have three more books that I'm going to write. I'd like to write at least one book a year, and that's our goal. You know, think about it. $500 from one book, $300 a month, another $800 a month from another book. And it's something that you can do really simply. You can actually speak into your computer, and it'll type it for you. You have your outline in your hand. Basically, you organize that first mind map. You see what goes here, what looks good there. You get rid of this, get rid of that. And you can literally open up Google Drive or there's other softwares, and you can speak that outline. And you have from that thousands and thousands of words, and then you go back and add filler, just speaking it. So I literally wrote, I, I, I didn't do very good in English in, in high school nor college. I dropped out of college because of English. But if I could you know, end up writing a best-selling book with, it took me two and a half weeks to, to actually transcribe that book and write it because I did the, the thing that I'm talking about where I talked into my phone or I talked into my computer. Two and a half weeks, and I had a book, and you know, obviously, I'm still running my full-time businesses, but it's just, it's just awesome, man. Like the experience that it's given me. More importantly, the opportunities, like being able to travel, people reach out to me. You reached out to me. You know, other people reach out to me, and and I'm just getting to share, you know, jewels of nuggets of wisdom of you know from my life experience. I believe everybody has a best-selling book in them. We just have to have a roadmap on how to pull it out. No, that's that's really great stuff. And now, when you talk about you know uh, being a published uh, author and being a you know a best-selling author, now is are these books that are like hardcover? So I mean, are they are they di- just digital? I mean, I, I'm just out of curiosity because it sounds to me like you know um, this process is pretty efficient. You got put together. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool. Um, I always teach people how, first and foremost to you know write their book. And then we show them how to get a professional editor for like next to nothing, like super inexpensive. And I'm not a good writer, but I gave it to my editor and she made it into a masterpiece. Like she made the book incredible. And then from there, you put it on Kindle and there's there's people making bank bank rolls off of 99 cent books. My book, I, I started it for free. You have to know how to put it in the system right. You have so many days where it can be free, and if you know how to do that, it's amazing what will happen. Thousands and thousands of people will download your book, and you'll get Amazon juice behind you because Amazon will see that it's popular. And then from there, you bump it up to $0.99, cents and it's immediately put to bestseller status. 
because all that Amazon juice prior. And then from there, it's at the top of the charts. And what happens when it's at the top of the charts? Boom. Everybody sees it. it you know, Amazon starts sending them emails about it. Then you bump it up to $199 and $299. And you make anywhere from 35 to 70%. And <laughs> it's awesome, man. You know, like my book, Visions at the Top, I've done probably 15 podcasts. And I always reference, you know, why it's important to write a book and and how to do visualization and and people who are interested in meditation and visualization and want to have more peace and tranquility and you know clarity about their goals and stuff they go and pick up the book at visionsthetopbook.com and and the book sales just keep coming in so yes we start with Kindle and then from there we show people how to put it into a hardback copy cuz you know there's people who are late adopters they don't want to ever get a Kindle like there's some people who still have the old flip phone, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's still people who n- are never going to get a Kindle platform, but they want to read a book in their hands. And then from there, we, we teach people how after a certain amount of time, you put it into an Audible. So right now, it's you know it's an iTunes and Audible and a hardback copy and a Kindle copy. And there's several other platforms that you can put it in. And I mean, the internet is like the matrix. It's like a spider web. And who knows how many thousands of people are going to hear this audio. Imagine some of them are going to want to learn how to do visualization. And, you know, five years from now, the sales just keep trickling in. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, you know, looking forward to it. That's one of the things I do have on my uh, list right now is, is to write a book. And I've got some ideas, some things I've been processing through. And uh, this, could, this could absolutely line up you know, for that. Now, in, in, uh, in one of the breaks, we were talking a little bit about how someone, if they were interested in this, how they would go about um, you know, signing up for the program or, or, you know, publishing their own book. So, you know, what we'll do is we'll put a link in our show notes, but, um, what, what was the link again for, uh, for your website? Uh, for my book to get the, you know, a couple chapters for free or for the self-publishing program. Well, let's talk about both of those. So let's talk about your book first and then, and then we'll go into the self-publishing cause I know it was like uh, forward slash ambitious, but what would just, you know, let's talk about your book first and then we'll transition to that. Okay, cool. So yeah, visions to the top.com. You can get some like a bunch of stuff like chapters for free and just to see if you like it. But if you know you're into uh, meditation and visualization, the power of positive thinking, and you just want an awesome read, you, sh- you can go to visions to the top book.com. So the only difference is, you know, the word book. Um, now, as far as self publishing pro, Dot com. It's just selfpublishingpro.com forward slash ambitious. And what I've put together is a four training series, video, video training series, where I literally teach you how to write a book. You get one email a day, and it, in day one, it, it teaches you how to you know, pick your book. Day two, it shows you how to write it with you know, very easily, like those tactics I was teaching. Day three, how to get it edited the best way. And day four, how to launch it the correct way. Because a lot of times peop, there's authors out there that spend all their time, energy, and effort, and then they launch their book and they don't make a dime. So it's selfpublishingpro.com forward slash ambitious. Uh, I don't know if we have time for the story of why this happened to me and why I decided to write this book, um, but I'd be happy to share that yeah, if we do have that time. Yeah, let's do that because here's what we're going to do. And, and th- those of you that are hearing this right now, it's because you're listening to it on the podcast. So on the radio, we have a limited amount of bandwidth of time that we can use. But as we always recommend, you know, it's kind of the show after the show where you can get the full uh, uncut version on the podcast. So yeah, let's jump into that real quick and tell us you know, why you did it. 
Yeah. So one year, actually uh, last year, last January, 2016, December, 2016, uh, 15, my wife and I, we went to Nuva Vallarta and we wanted to just kind of reflect. We take our honeymoon at the end, or the anniversary at the end of the year. Our anniversary is on December 31st, so it's always magical. It's awesome. If you're not married yet, get married on December 31st. It's like the best. <laughs> um, so we were in Nuva Vallarta. My wife's like, "Hey, let's go to the market." We're walking through the market, and this these people, you know, they're really trying to get their daily bread. You know, they're trying to sell silver and hats and shirts and everything under the sun. They're just trying to make a living and make sales. And I'm in sales. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. And I know how that feels. You know, we, whether you would like to admit it or not, sales solve all problems. They always solve all problems. So I was thinking to myself, dang, man, I'm going to go back home and I'm going to keep having to go out and make sales. I'm going to keep having to train people on how to make sales. I need to figure something out where I can do it once and it'll just keep paying me month after month after month. And at that moment in time, you know, my buddy Hal Elrod, who wrote The Miracle Morning, which is another one of my favorite books, I watched him go from like depressed, you know, almost foreclosing on his house to, you know, changing his lifestyle and writing a book called The Miracle Morning. And a couple years forward, you know, he's out of his debt. Several years forward, 10 years later, he's making serious, serious income from that book. Everything starts with a person taking action. So I said, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm going to get my mentors. I'm going to find people and boom, you know, literally I, I, I started training and once I decided to do it, two and a half weeks later I had a book and it's been paying me ever since over eight months now, every single month. Man, that is that is an amazing story. And again, guys, you know uh, the the things about wealthy people is is number one, they they make money on a consistent basis, no question about it. But they also are careful about how they spend their money. But when you've got mailbox money that's coming in month after month after month, and you're not having to do additional work to get that to come in, that is a way that it starts compounding. And you know, we I talk a lot about you know Darren Hardy's book, The Compound Effect, and and that's another way. I mean, if you just take that money and keep socking it away, socking it away socking it away it's amazing how it can really really change things so uh, great great information from a very ambitious uh, person here and uh, if you like what you're hearing you can text by subscribing ambitious to 69922 that's ambitious to 69922 standard messaging rate supply see the website for full details uh, next we'll be talking more to Justin about what ambitious things he's doing now and really what's next on the horizon and how he does that right here on the ambitious radio network RepairMyCreditNow.com story. It's a day this family had dreamed of for quite some time. They were finally getting that brand new SUV. The salesperson at the auto dealership gave them the keys and told them to take it for the weekend. He'd prepared the documents and called them Monday morning. The kids had already installed the headrest DVD when the phone rang. Seems there was a problem with their credit they were unaware of. They'd have to return the SUV to the dealership immediately. Embarrassing to say the least. www.repairmycreditnow.com Hello, this is Doug Parker with repairmycreditnow.com. Do you have less than perfect credit, a repo, maybe some late payments, a collection account? Are they being reported accurately? Studies show that over 70% of Americans have inaccuracies on their credit reports. Where do you fit in? Go to repairmycreditnow.com for your free credit report evaluation. And remember, your credit is your future. 
you want to get started now, log on now. RepairMyCreditNow.com. RepairMyCreditNow.com. www.RepairMyCreditNow.com. All right, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network, and this is your host, Doug Parker, and today we've got Justin Ledford with us. And I'll tell you what, as I always do, because these guests are, are, are just really, really good, I always learn a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm scrabbling, scratching stuff down on a piece of paper while I'm trying to do the interview because I'm learning while I'm doing it. And, you know, one of the things that we, we passed up a little bit on the last um, a part of, of the episode was the four phases of visualization. And, you know, typically in, in the third segment, we talk about what's next and what's going on. So I would love to just to jump in. Let's talk about these four phases of visualization and how you use it to progress through and, and uh, use it, you know, for, for vision and, and the studies that, that surround that. Yeah, visualization, it's nothing new. People have been using it back from the oldest times of the past. I mean, the prophets of the past used to do it in meditation. And, you know, if you go back several years, there was a Russian scientist. They actually wanted to see if visualization really does work. And what they did is they gathered four groups of Olympic athletes. And each group had a different combination of mental and physical training schedules that these scientists wanted them to do. The, the results were really just mind-blowing. And so group one, they had them before swimming, they had them do just literally 100% physical training only. Group two, they made them do 25% physical training. I'm sorry, 75% physical training and 25% mental training. So their eyes were closed. They had them with their you know, spine erect and they had them seeing themselves swimming, you know, feeling the water flow off their back feeling them touch the wall and push and jump out of the water winning first place. Group three, they made them do 50% physical training and 50% mental training. And group four, they made them do only 25% physical training and 75% mental training. So I want to ask you, Doug, which group do you think performed best at the following Olympics that year? Well, I, I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and because I haven't seen a study myself. I'm going to probably say it's the one that did the more visualization <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did it. You got it right, dude. It, you picked group four. You know, group four. You're absolutely correct. These scientists they found that group four performed best in during the Olympics, and the U, USA Olympic Committee was so impressed by these results that they actually increased their full time staff of psychologists. Um, they actually have over a dozen now. They did the same study at a university where they made a group of basketball players, three different groups. They made one group go out and practice, I believe it's for an hour a day. The other group, they didn't do any practicing nor mental rehearsal. And then none at all. And then group three, they made them just do mental rehearsal, aka visualization. No practicing, just mental rehearsal only. And surprisingly enough, the same results came back. The people who did, obviously, you know, who practiced, they were I don't remember the exact number, but it was like, I think 20% better than once they were originally, originally the people who didn't do any practice nor visualization weren't any better, obviously, but the last group who did just visualization or mental rehearsal where they felt the ball, they, 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 they saw themselves dribbling. They could hear it. They felt, they tapped into their senses. They felt, they could see with their eyes closed, holding onto the ball, shooting it and hearing the swish. They ended up doing better than all all other the other two groups and it's a very powerful tool if you utilize it because the brain cannot tell a difference when you do this practice 
your brain, your subconscious and conscious mind, your subconscious is actually in control of everything. And your conscious is like, just, you know, like, okay, at the beginning of the year, you say, okay, I want to start working out. But what happens is your subconscious mind, maybe you don't work out, it starts to whisper in your ear, your subconscious wants to keep you comfortable. It tells you, no, you don't want to do that. That's going to be difficult. Just lay in bed. Your subconscious mind, if you do rewire it, and visualization is one of the most powerful tools to rewire your subconscious that will allow you to do the things sometimes that you don't want to do, but the things that will get you the results that you want. And so for the four phases of visualization, I'm happy to share it with your group. If, if you want, I can do it now. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's jump into that. Okay, so you obviously don't want to do this when you're driving or when you're operating any vehicles or machinery. You want to do this in a place where, like for me, I wake up in the morning, I say my prayer, and then I sit, spine erect, and phase one is where you do your inward breathing. You focus on just going into a quiet place, and you calm yourself through breathing, sitting, you're relaxed. You take deep inhales, deep breaths, and you calm your mind, you calm your heart, you just relax, and your eyes are closed. You're inhaling deeply. What's happening is you inhale through your nose. You're filling your vagus nerve. Your vagus nerve connects, connects your whole body. It runs past your heart, through your lungs, all the way down your body. And, and when you exhale, exhale as if you're fogging up a mirror. <sighs> inhale through the nose, exhale as if you're fogging up a mirror. <sighs> and what happens is you feel a sensation. You start to get a little lightheaded. It feels good. It can last, you know, one minute, two minute, three minute, however long. For me, it's only like a minute or so. However you want, however long you want to do it. And then we go to phase two. This is called past visions. What we're doing here, before I explain, is you're priming your mind f to be ready for the future visions, which is the next stage. Past visions, your eyes are still closed, and some people they can actually see visions kind of foggy. They can actually see their past memories. They can see that moment when they hit a home run or when they, if they're a female, they, they won a competition for dance or basketball or soccer. They can see that moment when they're you know, riding their bike for the first time. They tap into past moments of positive accomplishment. Moments, and you want to run through several of these happy moments of your past while you continue doing the, the phase one breathing. These moments, they can be anything that brought you joy, you know, from your past, from when you were a kid to when you were a young, you know, adolescent to when you were a teenager, hitting your past goals, a fun adventure, a passionate moment with your spouse, and you literally are priming your mind to believe in yourself because you can't just jump into visualization right into, you know, seeing your future. You it's almost impossible because your mind is not ready for it. So you have to prime your mind before you jump into it. Then we go into once your mind is primed and ready, that might last two minutes, five minutes. I find I have on my phone, I just type in Gladiator on YouTube, and I listen to the Gladiator theme song with no words, mm. and it, it makes me my hair stand up on my arm when I'm doing past visions. I've actually cried from tapping into those powerful, positive past accomplishments and moments in my life. And that, that music, whatever the music you decide to play with no words or no music at all, it really helps to set your physiology. And then when you're ready, 
you jump into future visions. Future visions are where your eyes are still closed, except now you're tapping into more mental imagery from the past to your future dreams. So visually see what you want to happen in your day. Don't, don't see the details, just see the outcome. Again, I'll say that again. Do not see the details, see the outcome that you intend, the best outcome possible. So if you, in your in sales, see yourself, you know, holding the contract and you feel happy. If you're a business owner, your people are happy and they're bringing in deals or whatever your most desired outcome is for that day that will generate something good for you. And these future moments, they can be anything that you're excited about, not just business. So I'll jump, I'll focus on my day and then I'll focus on, you know, um, like a week later and my health, my wife, some, you know, us hugging and we're really, really, really happy. Some adventurous moment that I plan on doing in the next couple months, whether it's diving or water, you know, going down a river or, or rock climbing or snowboarding, tap into those future moments that you're excited about. And, and, and go up on that stage as if you, you're the number one guy or number one girl. Tap into the ideal outcome that you want. What do you hear? It's a multi-sensory de- endeavor. You can actually hear your friends clapping for you. What objects do you see? I can feel my wife's hand in my hand as we're standing up on stage or receiving the awards. What positive emotions do you feel internally at this moment? Do you feel loved when people, you know, imagine people are hugging you, feel that you can tap into so much. The brain only accesses a little bit of what it's capable of. But when you do future visions, you can actually tap into more. And your heart and your brain are aligned, they're connected. And if you do this practice, it's amazing the amount of fulfillment and gratitude and how much better you'll feel. So that's, that's, that's future visions. And then there's there is stage four it's turning up the frequency now this is something that i learned at a tony robbins seminar you're you're still focused on your future visions but as you're doing each vision your eyes are still closed focus on those future visions and turn up your emotional dial this is going to sound kind of strange but just what i'm saying is turn up your emotional level your physiology put a bigger smile on your face if you're feeling grateful at a level five turn it up to a six and then a seven, and then an eight, and then all the way to a 10. Have a cheesy, happy feeling smile on your face just because you can. You can be as happy as you want. It's your choice. What When you're doing this, you're literally rewiring your subconscious mind. And you know, feel those feelings of, of blessings. Feel those intensified feelings of a level 10. And when you match that frequency of the reality that you want, you cannot help but get that reality. Obviously, you have to go take action, of course. Although your eyes are still closed, your physiology should change when you're turning up your frequency. Have that huge smile on your face. Put your hands on your heart. Rock back and forth. Really turn up that dial. And then last is tap into the cosmos. Once you get into this phase, you're done with all your visualization. You're, you're, you're finishing up. You're just breathing. Your eyes are closed. And you continue doing the breathing from phase one. You end your visions. You try to see nothing but black space. You feel only the like the vast, infinite space inside of yourself. You set your intention that you're ready to receive those blessings that that you intended earlier. And you, what I do is I guide my spirit 
And at that moment, I do positive affirmations. I say, I'm ready to receive these dreams. How are these going to come to into fruition? I'm grateful for what's coming my way. And I believe, you know, like water finds the easiest path of resistance. When we do this, we're affirming our belief. I believe that there's a creator who created everything and that God has infinite power to do whatever we intend as long as, you know, we're willing to go put forth the effort. And I really like to practice this visualization every day. It might take five minutes. Sometimes it's even more, 10, 15 minutes. And I do it every day. The key is then write down your goals on a piece of paper or in your calendar and then take massive action. You have to take massive action. And you'll start to see the right people will come into your path. The right opportunities will show up. And some people call it the law of attraction. I, I'm not so much about that. I think it's just because like water flows, the easiest path of resistance. Your thoughts are energetic. Your thoughts have power. Your thoughts are literally atoms, vibrations, molecules, protons, nucleus, neurons, all, all this neutron, <laughs> what I meant to say. And those powerful, positive, emotionally charged thoughts, they're like that water that's flowing into the infinite universe. And then when you are certain that you're going to get what you intend, and then you take massive action, what ends up happening? For me, the last 11 years, every single thing that I've put on my dream list and visualized for and took massive action for, I got every single thing that I intended. Mm-mm-mm. Man, that that is a good word and, and you know a- ambitious times here because you're talking about putting something in writing, taking massive action. And really just making it happen. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. And, and as you mentioned, you know, whether you call it a law of attraction or, or whatever, you know, if you're taking massive action towards something, other people see what you're doing. I mean, other than a few haters, the reality is, is that like-minded people tend to get together. They see what you're doing. You're seeing things from a different perspective. You talked about having a mentor and lining up, you know, properly with other successful people. And when you start leveraging things like that, it is absolutely amazing what you can get accomplished. So we do have to take another brief break and we'll hear a little bit from our sponsors. And we'll be right back with Justin and hear about really what he does to recharge his ambitious body, mind, and spirit right here on the Ambitious Radio Hey, ambitious listeners, you hear us interviewing entrepreneurs all the time, and there's a common theme. They want to be more productive and improve their communication. As an ambitious entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. The Ambitious Radio Network recently partnered with Grasshopper to offer our listeners a special discount. Log on to ambitiousradio.com and click on the Grasshopper banner in the bottom right-hand corner. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Sound professional with a main greeting and multiple extensions that forwards callers to your mobile phone or others in your organization. Get a toll-free free number or local number for your business with multiple extensions. Set up each extension with custom call forwarding to any phone in the world. Get your voicemails emailed to you as an audio attachment or transcribed an email. Keep business calls separate from your personal calls. Plans start at $12 a month with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Remember to click on the Grasshopper banner at ambitiousradio.com for a special discount for our listeners. Join the over 150,000 small business owners that have stayed connected with Grasshopper. See how Grasshopper works? It's the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn the world into your office. All 
right, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network, and today we've been talking to Justin Lethford, and he's a published author, best-selling author, successful entrepreneur in many different businesses, and really he's just a guy that likes helping other people. He actually loves helping other people accomplish their goals. So let's just kind of wrap it up and talk about what you do to recharge your ambitious body, mind, and spirit. What is it that, uh, what does your daily rhythm look like? Every single day I wake up, and there's a book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And I got it on audiobook. I, I recommend everybody listen to this book because it really helps one to identify their good and bad habits. And we all have cues and rewards that we do habitually, unconsciously, without knowing for our good and bad habits. So I wake up, I stretch, and I smile while in bed. And that immediately sets me up to get up out of bed and go do my visualization and then my, or my prayer and then my visualization. And then from there, my reward is a cup of coffee waiting for me downstairs. And I go down there and then I read my, my scripture, my religious scripture. And then from there, I journal their book, The Five-Minute Journal. Awesome. Super cool. You got to get it if you don't have it. And then from there, I go straight to the gym. Because think about it, guys. It's mind, body, and spirit. It's not one or the other. We have to fulfill all three of them in order if we want to be living at our optimal potential. So I take care of my my spirit in the morning. Then I take care of my mind with the visualization and the reading and the journaling. And then my body straight to the gym. And it's not even 9 o'clock yet. And then, bam, I, I, I'm done. I eat. I take care of my body again, something healthy. And then I just go hard on my task, whatever it is, and and that's how I stay mentally charged. I also take vacations. I, I believe in the, the three-month year. I set crazy big goals, and I accomplish those goals within three months instead of finding out you know, 10 months in the year that, man, I'm way behind or I don't even want to do this goal. I go hard on a goal, and, and I hit it within three months. I also take vacations every three to six weeks. And not, they don't have to be crazy, you know, some exotic place. I'll just go to a friend's house in Arizona or I'll go camping with my wife. I get into nature. I tap into, you know, taking my shoes off and going outside and grounding myself on in my backyard. I get my hands dirty in my garden and I take out the roots and I reconnect. And while I'm doing that, I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm praying to my creator and and it's just an exercise. There's so many different things. I have a dream board that I look at and I always revisit. I have a dream list that I teach in my book that really, once I did it like three years ago, I learned about it like 10 years ago, but I didn't, I just said whatever, but then I did it and my dreams have just like flown at me. You know, I feel much more inspired having that. I have a little positive, like, I enjoy the journey. I'm successful. Little, you know, things around my wall, in my house, in my bathroom. Just little things because our subconscious mind picks up on all that stuff. I don't watch much TV ever. I might watch a movie or something specific, but I don't think I, sh you know, I don't think that's it's the best use of my time and it doesn't keep me positive. I don't listen to much radio unless it's a podcast or something positive. The level at which we grow is the level at which our income grows and everything around us. So I'm always trying to feed my spirit and my intellect with something positive because the more we grow, the more we can give. And the more we can give, the more we can receive. So those are some of the things that I do. And I like to have positive conversations, powerful conversations. One little tip 
you know, live your life in the front row. There's something called the Front Row Foundation, a guy named John Roman created, and he basically gives children or young adults or older adults a one-time opportunity right before they leave this earth. They're terminally ill, about to die. He gives them an opportunity to do something they've always wanted to do and live that moment in the front row of that experience. And I live that way in every single scenario. I go to the front row of each experience. And instead of sitting in the back and watching it happen, I get up in the front and I make it happen. You know, the be, do, have mentality. Be the person that you need to become to achieve X, Y, or Z. Do the tasks that you need to do in order to get that goal. And then what's going to happen is you'll end up having that goal. It's it's just as simple as that. Those are some of the things, you know, I learned at a young age, the simple reality check. The Social Security Administrator, they state that if you take over 100 people, they did this study multiple times over the course of 40 years, they found that out of the 100 people who retired, only 1% retired wealthy. And you know, those people had that 1% had enough money, had everything they wanted, good quality food. I mean, they were good. The other four out of the hundred, they were financially in a good place, but in, you know, they were feeling secure. They saved for retirement. Five of those people had to continue working their job later into their life. I'm not talking about working out of pleasure, but out of necessity to pay their bills. I was in the jewelry store the other day. This guy was 65 years old and he was still working because he had to. That would suck. And this is all related to inspiration. 36 of those people of the 100 would be dead under, you know, six feet underground. And 54 of them, they have no money mooching off loved ones, friends and family, you know, getting the government to pay for everything. In terms of money, money is a tool that if we use, we can have whatever we want. Only 5% of Americans are considered financially free. It's statistically proven. The other 95% have to live in a hardship with struggles and you know difficulties their entire life. So we have to ask ourselves, what can we do to stay inspired? What can we do to have a greater life, not just now, but in the future? What actions must we do to guarantee that we don't end up like the vast majority of people? This 95%, those people are, they're going to live a life of hardship. So what I recommend everybody do is start to journal Start to read, you know, write your dreams list down, start to visualize and take action. You can have anything you want in this life. I'm living proof of it. I grew up in divorced family. I grew up, you know, with not much, you know, sometimes no electricity, eating rice and noodles, you know, and here I am today. If I can do it, everybody can do it. I'm living proof of it. Man, I'll tell you what, you know, I love all the things that you've thrown out because there, there's nothing that I've heard today. I mean, you're a very accomplished uh, young man, but there's nothing that I've heard today that is like, oh, man, you know, Justin can do it, but man, I could never do that. Or, you know, if someone's listening today, it's not like you got to go out and bench press a car or something. You know, the things that you're saying are very practical. They are very logical. It's discipline. You know, there's no question about it. You're not out there just, oh, I hope I get lucky. I'm going to go uh, make a million dollars a day. But you're, 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 you're disciplined, but it's very fundamentally sound and, you know, it's simple. Now, that doesn't mean that it's easy, as we've all heard before, but it definitely is something that's, that's very straightforward. Now, I know that you like to go to Costa Rica, and we got to wrap up the show here real quick. But um, you said you, you, you bought some land down there. So how often do you get a chance to go down to, to Costa Rica and recharge? 
So I go down there at least once a year. Um, I had on my dream board over 10 years ago to buy a piece of property in Costa Rica. And I wrote above the photo, I said, get a steal of a deal on my dream board. And I look at that photo every day on my dream board. And then I visualize and meditate on it. And we went back one year and I got a, we met with a realtor. He showed me a couple of deals and it was like, nah, not so much. But then another realtor, he, he, we told him our budget. He showed us twice what our budget was. And remember how I said, get a steal of a deal. He yeah. showed us 150 plus thousand dollar, uh, how, properties. I went to him and I said, okay, that property right there, I'll place an offer for it for $50,000. And he's like, no way, they're not going to take that. I was like, well, do it. That's what I intend to get. And let's see what happens. And this opportunity wouldn't happen if I didn't know what I wanted in life. Long story short, we went back and forth. We got the property for less than 80000 and it's 10 acres at the top of a mountain. We're looking down at the clouds. Literally, the clouds are below us. All my neighbors are retired Americans. They love it out there. We go at least once a year. It's an amazing place. It's actually the number one place to retire in all the world for in the last three years on multiple different um, big magazines and publications. Well, you know, I, I go down to uh, Costa Rica frequently, and I, I've, uh, over the years, I've never bought any land down there, but man, I've been down there a bunch. And uh, from Dallas, which is where I'm at, you know, it's only about uh, a little under four hours to fly into Liberia. Now, do you fly into San Jose or Liberia? Yes, yeah, San Jose. We, we fly out there, and then we get a car or a bus, well, most of the time a car, and it's just two hours to our little plot of land. One day we're going to build, and man, I'd love to have you out there. Go fishing, go surfing, you know, take a little crazy jungle hike. Hey, man, you, time. you can't scare me with a good time. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, it has been a great show. And just as we kind of wrap up, if you'll just share with us, you know, um, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, let's go over those websites again. If they wanted to to go ahead and get the book, I mean, you know, it's it's a great value. How would they get your book? How would they get information on the, the visualization a program that you have and the self-publishing. Just give us all those links real quick and uh, and then how, if you're social, you know, on Facebook or whatever. For sure. I like to say my book my book is like a buffet. Literally, it's it's got some common practice and common knowledge in it, but sometimes common knowledge is not common practice. So I put it in a simple book, InsVisionsToTheTopBook.com. If you're serious, you just want to get a copy, great. It's only like 99 cents on Kindle or $1.99, um, but it's a great book. And if you want to get on my list and just receive awesome emails and powerful, positive inspiration, it's visionsofthetop.com. I also give you several uh, chapters for free from the book. And then if you want to write a book and you're curious, I'm literally put together a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and a four free video training series where it basically teach you everything you need to know to write a book. And that's selfpublishingpro.com forward slash ambitious fantastic man it was great to get to know you a little bit and and I've, like i said i've jotted down all these notes i always uh, as part of my continuing education it's the show prep getting ready for the guest it's doing the interview and then going back through my show notes putting them together and so i can really absorb that information so guys if you liked what you heard maybe you listen to it on the radio but if you would like the full uncut version always go to ambitiousradio.com you can check out the show notes there and uh justin thanks for your time but i really appreciate it. Doug, it was a pleasure. Thanks so much, buddy. Have a wonderful day. God bless. You got it, man. You got it. So tune in on Saturdays to Ambitious Radio, where we interview thought leaders and exciting entrepreneurs changing the faces of their organizations. Remember, you can make money or you can make excuses, but you cannot make both. So go out there and be ambitious. 
Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Radio Network, hosted by serial entrepreneur Doug Parker. Join us weekly as we have engaging conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders on topics that can be applied immediately after listening. Like what you've heard? Listen to other interviews at ambitiousradio.com or subscribe on iTunes.